Genre. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 15, Under the Bridge, Part 3. Written by Michael Austin Gulick and Sean Gantworker. Will you stop pacing? You're making me nervous. Sorry, I'm just freaking out, okay? If this doesn't work, the store is basically literally doomed. It'll be fine. I mean, it's not like it could possibly get any worse. Yeah. That's comforting. I'd like to raise my concerns about the banner. I think it comes across as mildly disrespectful when our Women Appreciation Day sign is so pink and glittery and girly. I mean, all those hearts... I made that banner! ...are the thing that totally saves it, is what I was going to say. Never have enough hearts. Never, ever. Seriously, Min, that sign is insane. It's like you dropped acid while decorating a gay pride parade float. Which is a reference I can make confidently because I actually did that once. The banner is fine. I just wish there was some way to make sure this was going to work. As it stands, I don't even know if anyone's going to show up. Of course they will. Everyone loves events. T-shirts, prizes, food. Never underestimate the power of free food. It's true. That's all we ever have to do to get people to show up at our sorority events. Well, there's also the hot sorority girls. Fair point. That's it. Hot sorority girls? No, you and Mindy. You two are like our best employees. And your girls. We should show everybody how much the store needs you to let them know the store's not sexist. Uh, not your shield, bro. Just hear me out. What if you got in touch with the girl that Gib offended and invited her back to the store? Hey, yeah. We could give her a gift basket of free trade paperbacks, maybe take a duck face selfie, fight bad social media with good social media. Simple, sweet, and effective. That's assuming she even agrees to show up. Only one way to find out. Gwen, you think you can find her on Twitter? On it. Yeah, assuming, of course, she hasn't already blocked us. I don't suppose anyone's heard from Gibson today. He's not picking up any of my calls or texts. How long does it take someone to walk off a bruised ego? Deep down, he has to know he was in the wrong. You don't know my brother very well, do you? Yeah, if there's two things I know about Gibson, it's that he thinks the rules in Gremlins don't make any sense, and that he doesn't like to say sorry. He once spilled melted ice cream on my laptop, and I had to apologize to him to get him to talk to me again. What if we really upset him yesterday? I mean, we're basically the only people in his life, and we just all ganged up on him like the parents in Nightmare on Elm Street. We were confronting him about a serious attitude problem, Mindy. I know! I know! Jeff can be a total brat, believe me. I get it. But if Jeff had to choose between the store and any one of us, it wouldn't be a choice. Can he be a pig? Yes. But he's a loyal pig! Like Wilbur! Like the pig from Charlotte's Web? God, if I had just stopped like three seconds earlier. I'm worried about Gibson too, Mindy. But if we're going to even have a job left to offer him when he comes back, we need to focus on the store. I get that, I do. But can't one of us just try to track him down just to make sure he's okay? I can do it. Oh, Jesus! Victor, you gotta stop sneaking up on us like that. Not cool, bro! Sorry. Basically a computer, so I'm not really sure how to announce my presence now other than just... You know, talking. We need to install a digital bell around your neck. Sure. Yeah. Pick on the guy that doesn't have a body anymore. That's fine. Sorry, Vic. We're just dealing with a lot at the moment. 
Well, let me take the Gibson thing off your back at least. One advantage of not having a body is that I can be anywhere I want instantly. I mean, I'll track him down, try to talk some sense into him and report back. But when I do, I'll be sure to bring some John Woo doves to herald my arrival. Yeah, that's right. I can make references too. So, did he leave or? Nope. Right here. Yeah! So, Gibson, now that you're officially on board, I think it's time to tell you about our larger plans. Larger plans? See, any schmuck off the street can post a dickish comment on a YouTube video and call it a day. But we've moved a few steps beyond that. What have we got? Like, auto trollbots set to spew out snark anytime Felicia Day tweets something? I mean, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. You remember when Avatar came out and everyone lost their minds and called it the best movie ever made? Did you ever wonder how a movie that's basically space dances with wolves was nominated for best picture? It crossed my mind once or twice, sure, but then again, Juno was nominated once, so I kind of just figured it was par for the course. Sometimes it is. But with Avatar, we fueled the fire. It started with a few glowing reviews and eventually escalated to made-up testimonials about being depressed and or suicidal because we couldn't live on Pandora and ride six-legged horses with James Cameron's tribe of big blue stock characters. Pretty soon, people started coming out of the woodwork to agree with us. And that's when we strike. So you trick people into siding with some of you while the others troll them harder? Exactly. Extreme opinions force others to think more critically about their own opinions. And as a result... People are spending less time on BuzzFeed mindlessly clicking through listicle after listicle or taking quizzes to tell them which customer from Pawn Stars best represents them. Instead, we give them something to fight for, forcing them to become contributing members of this delicate little ecosystem we call the Internet. And that's what the social justice warriors don't get. The Internet needs conflict. It needs dissonance. It needs us. People think we're the bad guys, but... We're actually the misunderstood good guys, like Batman or Adam Baldwin. So, when you troll people, you're actually attempting to control the tide of the entire internet. Much like Ozymandias before us, we are creating a problem for the world to unite against. But in this case, it's opinions about movies instead of a giant alien squid? You're still thinking too small. Yes, part of what we do is anonymously post about how the Star Wars prequels are unsung masterpieces just so people feel compelled to defend the original trilogy and remember why they love them so much. But it doesn't end there. We have entire divisions devoted to politics and religion, all for the same reasons. Unification through conflict. Well, if everything you've said is true, I can't help but be pretty impressed by the sheer scale of the whole thing. But uh, where's it all going? What's the ultimate goal here? Operation Flame War. That sounds... ominous? Everything we've done, everything we will do, all of the conflict, all the strife, every bit of it has been meticulously arranged for the moment when it all comes to a head, and people are forced to stand on their convictions and rise up hand in hand with their brothers and sisters, but mostly brothers, and fight for what they believe in the most. Because when the Flame War finally arrives, everyone will be forced to take a... Is that your cell phone? Sorry, yeah, it's uh, it's from Robocop. You mind if I take this? I mean, I'm just going over my whole master plan here, but sure, yeah, if you want to be a dick about it. Thanks. Hello? Gibson, what the hell are you doing? 
Victor, I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Well, your disappearing act is freaking everyone out. You need to come back to the store. You know, I'm getting really tired of being told what I need to do. I don't want to come back, so I'm not going to. Besides, they don't want me there. They're the ones that kicked me out to begin with. And now they're worried about you. Your sister is so stressed out about it, in fact, she's practically going gray. Please. They just want someone to yell at and blame for their problems. They don't care about me. If they did, they wouldn't have taken that Amanda chick's side in this whole debacle. <sighs> Quit whining. You know those guys have your back where it counts. You just got them a little worked up. You excel at it. Maybe I am. But I found some guys who have my back no matter what. Guys who know what loyalty means. Right. Yeah. You know, I've been looking into your new buddies. Oh, have you? I am. And most of them are pretty harmless, but this main guy, the Iyer, he worries me. You don't even know him. Gib, there's nothing on this guy. Every source I found is hollow. It's manufactured. Not even a real name on him. But I've seen his alias pop up with some seriously heinous stuff. This guy is dangerous, Gibson. You can't trust him. Thanks for the input. Look, I'd be lying if I said I did appreciate you butting in here, but if I were to pretend that I did, would that make you go away? Have you talked to your sister about this? I'm sure she would have something No to- offense, but you don't know Jack about the family dynamic, and you'd be doing me a real solid if you stopped pretending that you did. You know, I don't have to look out for you. I chose to. Can you still choose stuff? Did Lorelai give you a new system update? You know what, forget this. You're a grown-ass man. Pick your own battles in life. But if Lorelai finds out you're still playing hooky, there will be consequences. <laughs> What's she gonna do? Throw money at me? Well, she can't have you flown to an island where no country is legally allowed to land on and leave you there. Is that... Are you being... That's, that... That's not true, is it? Keep digging around with your friends and find out. Gibson, you finished with your phone call? Yeah, sorry. Did you want to finish? Something's come up. An IRL mission. IRL? I thought the advocates only did internet stuff. There's more to us than just the internet, Gibson. Much more. Like what? (laughs) You're about to find out. Hello? Simon? Elliot? Gwendolyn? Oh, where the cripes is everyone? Victor? Uh, they're all running a women's appreciation day at the store. What? What is that? Why are they doing that? What? Why is my entire reality being ripped apart from me, Victor? What in the bloody hell is going on? We don't, we don't have time for this. We have to get them ready. We have to keep training. They're not... Su- they're supposed to be saving the world, not organizing Sunday fun days. Yeah, but we talked about this, Lorelai. They need something to keep them grounded. Something in their lives worth fighting for. I agreed to a balance, but right now the scales are heavily weighted out of my favor. No pass, Lore. They're just trying to clean up the mess the Gibson caused. Have you spoken to Jeffrey? I have. It didn't go well. He feels alienated. His friends in that store are tethered to reality. They give him a purpose, so, you know, without them, I'm afraid he's going to lose his grip on reality. And how you're seen by the people you're closest to is important, and one day... One day, the way they see him has completely changed. One stupid mistake. He might as well be dead to them. Hmm. Think I might be sensing a bit of subtext, Victor? Subtext? You're going to have to make a decision, Victor. You can't keep straddling the line. I don't get your meaning. <sighs> Victor, are you dead or not? 
Lorelai. You need to make a decision. I know, I'm... But I'm afraid of making the wrong one. Then maybe you should ask yourself whether you're comfortable with them seeing you as you are now, or if you'd just rather they remember you as the man you were. Is it just me, or is this going well? I know, right? I keep expecting the other shoe to drop. I'm pretty sure the other shoe just walked in. What? She actually showed up? I, I didn't even think she was going to show up. She didn't reply to my tweet. I'm confused. Isn't this what we wanted? Yeah, this is good. Gwen's totally got this. Don't you, Gwen? What? Me? Why do I have to do this? What are you going to do? Oh, I- I'm going to hide. I think I'm going to join him. Yep, bye. Hey, get back here. Don't you dare run off and leave me with Amanda. Hey. Hi, how are you? Glad you could make it. Hey, looks like you guys had a pretty great turnout. I mean, it's the absolute least we could do after, you know. Hey, listen, I'm really sorry about all that. The guy was a total dick, but what I did wasn't much better. I sort of just exploded and threw everybody that works here under the internet bus. Not cool. Well, I'm pleased to report that Jeff Gibson is no longer an employee of Underdog Comics. Why would that please you? Sorry, do what now? I thought you guys were all best friends who started this store together. Why would firing him please you? We, we thought... I, I thought this is what you would want. God, no. I mean, yeah, he was really, really rude to me, but I didn't think... I just wanted him to apologize. Or, like, explain why he thought talking to me like that was okay. I wanted to talk to him, not get him fired. I... But the weed... Um, I'm gonna go look around, I guess. Amanda, wait! Oh, bus tokens. Well, that didn't look great. Sure didn't. Elliot, aren't you supposed to be making some sort of commencement address to the crowd outside? Do I have to? It's your store, man. Uh. Are you finished yet, Billy? The lanky one is coming outside to make his speech. Almost got out. There, okay. You should be able to override their PA system and talk over them now. Excellent. Those petards are about to get hoisted. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming out today. My name is Elliot Markowitz, and I think all women belong in the kitchen. I demand that all of you make me a sandwich immediately. Do you hear that, people? Underdog Comics is everything we thought they were. A bunch of misogynist phonies. Boo! Boo the phonies! Did I just get Batman Returns? What is all this? What's going on? We're about to take our operation to the next level. What? Now? Gibson, destiny rarely calls on us at a moment of our choosing. Destiny? You mean... Yes. The Great Flame War is about to begin, and you're going to be at Ground Zero. Me? You see, Gibson, words are only so useful for poking the fire. 
I want to light a fire so big, the whole internet will be talking about it until their fingers bleed. But it isn't just about them. This is about you. This is your moment of rebirth. A phoenix rising from the ashes. Your baptism by fire. And a final test of loyalty because, well, quite frankly, I don't know you that well and I have some pretty severe trust issues. What do I have to do? We're going to blow up underdog comics. And you're going to be the one to flip the switch. Do what with the what now? This kind of blatant disregard for basic human rights is nothing new from this group. They've been so busy distracting us from their misogyny that we haven't even talked about their other prejudices. For example, why are they all white? Son of a bitch. He's right, you know. We don't like to bring it up, but it's true. Then let us not lose focus on the only thing that matters today. The great injustice that has been done to that one lady who complained about it online or whatever. We demand retribution. Can we go one week without having to deal with another angry mob? It is another angry mob. We know how to deal with this. Elliot, do your thing. This does seem like a natural use of your abilities, Elliot. This sounds like a pretty bad idea to me. Wouldn't I just be making all the crazy people even more crazy? Do we have a better idea? I guess not. Well, we need to do something fast. I just checked the sign in the back and we're at like 30 fire code violations in county. I think the fire marshal is the least of our worries right now. Let's show these sexist monsters that we mean business. By being mean to their business. You're a real wordsmith, sir. Thank you, Billy. But, sir, remember that thing that you uh, have told me numerous times? It was an original thought that you completely thought of by yourself? That could be so many things, Billy. I'm very wise. ABC, sir. Always be closing. Ah, right you are. And after we trash this place, we can go to Monopoly Comics and buy lots of stuff with our money. Say, that sounds like a slow idea. They're going to wreck the store. You know, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I wish Gibson was here to make all of these people not want to be. I really wish we knew what the hell he was doing right now. Can't possibly be any worse than what we're dealing with here. Are you completely insane? I'm not going to blow up my store. Chastising people online is one thing, but what you're talking about is something else. People are going to get hurt. My friends are going to get hurt. They're not your friends anymore, Gibson. I thought you understood that. And people are always getting hurt. That's just the way of the world now. Everyone hurt and offended all the time because they're delicate little snowflakes. But today is different. Today, we're going to show them how trivial it all is. It's not about the trolling. It's about sending a message. Open the crate. Whoa. That's a whole lot of bomb you got there. Isn't it beautiful? We'll be able to wipe the comic shop that wronged you off the map, along with every feminist in the Tri-County area. Two birds in one beautiful act of absolute destruction. And then the ire will rise. You're goddamn right. I can't believe this. Believe it. This is happening. But now you have to decide if you're going to keep holding back who you really are inside, or are you finally ready to evolve? I think I just did. What the hell are you doing? 
Figuring out which wire goes where. Oh, this one feels important. Sorry, buddy, but your bonfire's been canceled. Oh, I'm so disappointed, Gibson. You had such potential. I guess it's a good thing this was just a test. I was worried you wouldn't pass. That's why I had a bomb rigged up at your store 35 minutes ago. Like I said, trust issues. How damn it all to hell. You did remember to rig up the bomb, right? Yes, sir. Just like you asked. Oh, thank Christ. That would have been embarrassing. By Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Co-executive produced by Cassandra Fredrickson. Starring Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Matt Mazel as Elliot Markowitz. Andrew Ball as Simon Holt. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Scott Tofty as Max Carmichael and Nick Jimenez as Billy. Also starring, Mark Allen Jr. as The Iyer, Lindsay Lorraine as Amanda Hill, and Rachel Gatlin as Mystery Woman. Additional voice work by Rhonda C. Mitchell, Nicole Grieco, Bradley William Smith, Warren Blackie, Jeremy Heaps, Nolan Tajijan, Josh Chichester, and Garrick Young. Casting by Chelsea Kern. Under the Bridge, written by Michael Austin Gulick and Sean Gantworker. Directed by Ray Ruzzo. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2016, Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening.